Hello, listeners. Welcome to DM Told Me To. We're your hosts, Tyler. And I, Ryan, as your DM. Our campaign will take place in the oceanic island region known as Ormia. Our heroes, Tyler as Gregory, Sky as Charlie, Katie as Ama, and Mike as Scott, set out to discover the secrets behind the towers that have mysteriously appeared throughout this region. Hello, everybody. My name is Ryan. I will be the DM for this adventure of Pokemon D&D 5e. This adventure is going to take place in the region known as Ormia. The inspiration for this kind of came from looking at different Pokemon regions around the world and seeing, oh, they're kind of based off of different areas and whatnot. And I was inspired to do a kind of Greek-like islands adventure. So this is going to be almost, not almost, but it is going to be like a kind of seafaring adventure where the trainers are going to be tasked to go from island to island with something that you'll learn about from listening to this episode one. So um, we'll be using this uh, Pokemon 5e standard rules book. Um, The link will be down in the description below if you want to check it out. Um, I got inspired to do this from listening to um, You Meet in a Tavern podcast from Joe the DM. I'll also put a link to their thing down below for you guys to check out. Uh, They do amazing work and this Pokemon D&D book he made this like, this is amazing stuff to check out. So if you're interested in Dungeons and Dragons, interested in Pokemon, even one or the other, take a listen to this first episode and see what you think. Um, I know I'm excited to play, and along with me to play here are my four players. Katie, you can go ahead and introduce yourself and go first. All right. Hi, I'm Katie. Um, I'll be playing as Ama, who is a trainer from the Johto region, seeing as that's where I started playing the Pokemon games from. Ama will be from Goldenrod City, and she is pretty much working to hopefully one day maybe even become like the champion or a record holder in the Pokeathlon. So she'll be starting the adventure with her Pichu, who's named Poco. And the two of them have traveled to this region after having been told by the current record holder that he had actually been able to catch a lot of the Pokemon he uses for these competitions in the region. So she now decided to get up and go and take her own adventure to explore and catch Pokemon and to train them so she could return to Johto and compete in these events. Awesome. And next I'll be playing with uh, one of my best friends, Ty. Tyler, go ahead. Hey, you'll be hearing about me a lot, but for this campaign, I will be playing as Gregory Green. He is a researcher and uh, his, his hometown is Fall Band, and that is in the Ormian region. He got a love of swimming and water-type Pokemon from his aunt Anita and grandfather Miles taught his whole family how to fish. So he's um, got a real deep connection to the water and is excited to set out and research the depths of the ocean. He's not a huge battler. He's much more of the brainy type. So it'll be interesting to see how battles go with him. Cool. All right. Mike. So my character's name uh, for this campaign is Scott Kingery. He is 20 years old, and uh, he has a twin brother who he does not get along with, and they're complete opposites um, in terms of uh, their personalities, and he lives on his own. What he does is um, research uh, nature, and he loves being outdoors, and um, he originally got his inspiration uh, from teacher that he had as a child when he fell in love with science. Awesome. And finally, 
Sky. I'll be playing a girl named Charlie. She's 19, kind of tall and skinny, gets confused for as a guy, much to her disdain. She's got a father who's a uh, Pokemon breeder who actually gave her first Pokemon to her, which is a Shinx. She has a mother who's a scientist who kind of left her and her dad, and she kind of can't stand. She has two childhood best friends. Their names are Oliver and Eli, who were there when she first got Shinx and were given Pokemon by her father because he like just randomly is like, here, children, have a Pokemon, because that's a great idea. She also has an uncle who just is very confusing and somehow really likes Magikarp and Psyduck. Uh, Charlie is a ranger. She's from Hoenn, and she's also an alchemist, and she kind of can't stand people. She'd rather be out with Shanks and other Pokemon than talking to humans because humans are irritating. Cool. So, with the characters being announced, I wanted to say quickly just some stuff that, for this, at least, campaign and adventure, some, like, kind of homebrew stuff that we feel is a cool way to help make the adventure feel more alive, right? With that, um, we'll be using the Pokemon 5e app that are on phones and such. You could get from your app stores. The potions for this adventure, instead of healing for regular potions and potions thereof, for example, regular potions will heal for 2d4 plus 2. Instead of that, any potion or healing items you use will heal their full amount. Because there's a chance where those 2d4s could be both 1s and you only healed 4 health to your Pokemon. Which sometimes is like barely anything compared to the damage they were just dealt. So by actually being able to get the full benefit of using the potions and other healing items, you feel like, okay, I didn't waste my turn to do this. This was actually a turn I well spent to heal my guys, so maybe now we can take two hits instead of just one. In addition to that, and while this is a benefit to my players, other NPCs in the game can use potions and they will heal for the full amounts or other healing items, so. Crits, they're going to be the total of the damage die of the attack. That way, when you get a critical hit, you really feel like I actually got in there. Instead of rolling damage dice twice by doing the full amount, so if an example of damage would be like, oh, I roll, I'm going to deal 2d4 plus 2. Instead of that, if you got a crit, you add the full 2d4 to that plus 2 modifier, and instead, it's 2d4 plus 10. So you feel like that your attack really got in there, really dealt damage. For crit fails, I'll be working on a table to put together for Pokemon kind of crit fails, um, whether if it's the Players doing a crit fail, they'll have their own table versus the actual Pokemon doing it. They'll have a table if, for whatever reason, the players are, are in combat fighting with themselves, which trainers in this world, it is D&D after all. The trainers have health. It's just as much as the Pokemons do. If they get a crit fail, they will roll on a D100 and we'll see what happens. Otherwise, besides that, I'm pretty sure I hit everything that's a little different in this world compared to other things. In this world, too, there's going to be... So there's Pokemon technology, but there's not actually like electronic forms of communication. So there will not be like cell phones. You could like Google up on the internet to ask questions and stuff. It's kind of for the players to explore around the world and figure out what what's going on. And if they have questions, there is a way for communication you'll see later on. But we'll get to that when we get to that. So, so to learn more about like how to play this and what this is. Um, like I said, the link will be down in the uh, the description below. That's the actual uh, handbook for Pokemon 5th edition. Something to point out too. We will only be using Generations 1 up to uh, 6 because that is what is 
out right now. That's the newest release that we're playing with. That and we will be using Alolan versions via the app. So that'll be cool too. Without further ado, I think we're ready to get into it. So, um, if you guys, for reference, the you guys will be starting in a town known as Fallband, as Tyler said before. It's basically the stereotypical trainer starting kind of town. Um, I sent you guys the map to look at. Um, you will be given the map later on, but just for reference to look at quick now. If you look at the islands, number one there with the blue dot is where you guys will be starting. So this village is a quiet, smaller village. Unlike the other starting towns in other games, this town does have a Poke Center and a Poke Mart-like building. It also has the Professor's Lab in it. For some quick character context for things, Charlie, or Sky, I would assume your character is living in this town? Yes. Okay. The way that we could have it start for your character is your mom, who's not with you, right? Who are you living with currently? Father. Father. So your dad comes in and he goes, Hey, uh, Charlie, I think, think I got a letter here for you. And he leaves it by your side and then he walks out of the room. I'll definitely open it. Yeah, so it says, Dear Charlie, hello. My name is Professor Kelp. And you're just reading this, of course. This is all written, but to put in perspective the character voice to put it in your head. Yeah. When you get the time, I would like to ask you to come to my laboratory. I have a quite large favor to ask of you, but you seem like somebody that would be perfect for the job. When you get the time, come stop by. Signed, Professor Kelp. I think I'll definitely go there. Cool. But I'll tell um, my dad where I'm going first. Yeah, no, that's know. good. Yeah, I don't even know. So, um, so, yeah, you come around the corner. You see that your dad is currently out back and he's working with some different Pokemon. Just getting them ready, kind of talking with them, seeing how they're responding. Mm-hmm. They're kind of giving like little head nods back like that they understand and things. But he's currently seemed to be occupied with working on some shinks out in the field. Okay, I'll like go over there and like tap him. Oh, 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 you scared me. Yes, yeah, is, is everything okay, Charlie? What's going on? I have a letter from the professor. I'm, I'm going to go visit him. Oh, oh yes, you, you better hurry to it. Um, take take your, your friend shinks along with you there. Okay, I will. Oh, delightful. Sounds good, then. So then you'll head over to the professor's lab. We'll now jump to Katie, or Ama. Katie, your character, we could say, is just arriving into town there. Yep. And, yeah, so you just, we'll say, got off the boat on one of the docks mm-hmm. there. And unlike the other towns that have big, like, ports for ships, this town kind of had a spot where it's, like, it's traditional, like, you want to get the small town feel and be able to feel like you're really entering the island itself in the region people typically come through this kind of smaller town before going out to some of the bigger islands and such so it's not like a crazy busy town because people usually stop in here quick and then continue on but you're kind of just stepping off the boat there so i'll enter the town and poco will be with me he's probably oh that's right i just realized something um besides sky and charlie i don't think you three said what your other three people said what your starters were (laughs) <laughs> what their names were. Yeah, Poco the Pichu. Cool. He knows. He mm-hmm. brings around his ukulele with him. Makes him a little bit klutzy when he's running around, though, because he's got a little extra weight on his back, though. What color is his little ukulele? Is it... It's blue. Cool. 
after you get off there, you see that somebody is there and, and holding like a sign that says AMA on like a little dry erase board. What's that? wonder what that's about. Make sure Poco follows me over. <laughs> All right, give me a little animal handling. Is Poco following you? Or what are you going to say to have Poco follow you? Just a general this way and make sure I grab his attention. All right, yeah, so if you want to look at your... So what you do is you look at your character sheet and then give me an animal handling. We'll see if uh, you're saying, Poco, come on. We'll come on over and we'll see. Oh, I've got a plus two in animal handling. There you go. I think it's a proficiency bonus. Yes. Thank you. And rolling what die? Uh, D20. Yep. So whenever you'll make one of these checks, I'll let you guys roll D20 and then add your modifier stuff. Okay. 15. 15. Cool. Yeah, so Poco definitely waddles and follows you. No complaints. Like, Pichu, Pichu! As it's following you walking along. And you see that there's kind of like somebody wearing like a lab coat with like a little dry erase board. We'll go over to meet him and see what's up. Yeah. He goes... Oh, um, hello. Are you Ama? Would be me, yeah. Ah, I see you've, you've come from the Johto region. How was, how was your travel? It was good. Definitely a bit smaller than I thought I'd be here, but it's going well otherwise. Ah, well, great. That's, that's fantastic to hear. Um, I know this might sound kind of sudden, but the professor has, well, taken quite an interest in you. If you wouldn't mind coming along... And you could bring your little Pichu along, too, if you'd like. He'd like to have a, have a word with you. All right. I'll lead the way. He goes, oh, delightful. All right. So he starts to head towards the laboratory. All right. And we'll follow suit. Yeah. So as you guys are following suit there, you guys see Charlie's character coming up behind you guys to come into this lab. Now, unlike the buildings in, like, Johto and other areas, a lot of these buildings in this town are kind of made of, like, wood. They're almost like like huts, I guess might be the right way to put it. That's at least what most of the town looks like. This building itself seems to be made out of like thicker wood, almost like the other areas. And it's a lot larger than the other towns, like the other um, buildings here. Picture like a tropical, almost kind of bungalow-esque houses. So yeah, so as um, you're approaching there, Ama, with your gentleman there, there's the whiteboard. Charlie's character comes up from behind too. The gentleman with the whiteboard turns around and goes, Oh, um, you there with the shanks. Are you coming in to see the professor also? Yep, I got a letter from him. Oh, um, sounds, sounds good. Alright, if you both would follow me. I do want to say something. As, as soon as you guys kind of come into this laboratory, you're seeing that there's some, like, kind of bigger machines set up that are, like, big technological machines, and this is kind of catching you guys both kind of off guard. Because this is almost more like a beachy kind of town, where it's, like, less big industrial. So as soon as you guys kind of come in, you're seeing, like, all these different lights and machines kind of going off. Um... A lot of these other scientists here seem kind of worried or distraught about something that's gone on. The guy that's leading you guys says, Well, um, the professor is in the far back room straight ahead. I have to now get back to my work, but thank you all for, for following suit with everything. I wish you best of luck. And he heads over towards one of the machines. I'm going to call out a quick thank you to him before heading back. He goes, Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, no problem. And he goes back to his work. As soon as he kind of, like, sits back down in his chair to start, like, looking over different notebooks and things, you see, like, he's also looking now distraught, like, kind of everybody else is. So, as you guys, well, I guess I'll leave it up to you guys. Are you guys going to talk with anybody, or are you guys going to go right on into the laboratory's back room, where you were told the professor was? I'll ask one of the people working if something's wrong. 
one of them goes and says, Oh, um, yes, well, I, uh, we just all received here some quite terrible news, actually. We're all kind of a little bit shaken and stirred. Sorry about that. What kind of news? Ah, well, um, the professor's been working on this big project, and, uh, this group known as Team Hope, one of his teams he sent out, has not still, after a few days, been heard back, and we thought we heard things, and if I may ask, uh, what are you all doing here, actually? <sighs> He's rubbing his head. Uh, the professor, the professor. That we visit him. Ah, well, if, if you... <laughs> If you both are going to be seeing him, uh, perhaps he can explain more. Uh, I have to get back to my work. I'm terribly sorry. And he turns around and keeps working. Okay. So I suppose we go back to the professor then. <laughs> so yeah. I, yeah, so like these floorings here are all kind of like tile floorings and stuff. So as opposed to like the dirt kind of roads going in between different like tropical kind of buildings and like little wooden buildings... This is building being like a little more like concrete with like tile and stuff. At least this is a lot different than Charlie's used to. This is actually a little more kind of, I would assume, like home for Ama being from Johto. With yeah, more like. Goldenrod is a very much a big city. Yeah. So she is not a small town girl. Yeah. Whereas for Charlie, this is a little different for her. What is kind of like her thoughts seeing like all these machines? Because as far as I'm assuming your character would know about, you probably. Didn't even know much about this laboratory, like the inside parts. Maybe you've seen it walking through town, but probably very confused as to like what on earth all these machines are and like what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that that makes sense. I'm so I'm sure she'll just like look down at Chinks and like like you know share a look like what is this? Mm -hmm. She helps set up Pokeathlon. That thing has so many lights. Yes. <laughs> so she's used to working with the big tech, so that makes sense then. She is a bit intrigued. She is a bit intrigued though, because she hasn't seen machines like this before. So she is a bit curious about what they're running. Rightfully so. <laughs> um, as you guys are approaching towards the room there, you see that there's kind of like glass walls set up. And you see that there's this man. In there, I'm going to put him up on... Oh, and for those people listening, too, we are using a roll 20 for things. So you see a gentleman that looks like this, and I'll send him in the Discord so you guys can see. Pacing back and forth. And he's got, like, a green lizard by him. That's got, like, a red zigzag all across his belly. As you guys are approaching the glass, like, you see him, and he's just pacing in, in front, like, looking down, worried, shaking his head as he's walking around. So are you guys going to go in? I feel like I would, like, like sort of knock... So yeah, you're going to knock first? Yeah. And he looks up from looking down. He rushes over to the door and he opens it and he goes, Oh, hello, hello, come in, come in. Please, I, I, I've been waiting for you both. And I'm, I'm very happy you were able to come. He goes, Sent a letter? Ah, yes, yes, I, I did, I did. Hello, um, I definitely have not met either of you two formally, so I'll introduce myself. Uh, my name is Professor Kelp. I am the Pokemon professor here in the Ormia region. And uh, I've asked you both to come here because you each possess skills that I see vital to a mission I'd like your help with. Mission? Yes. Um, uh, let me explain first. I, I don't know if you happen to see uh, how down some of the scientists have been, either in town or since you've come here. Yeah, they look a little distraught. Ah, uh, yes, yes. 
Well, uh, before I go into more detail, I would like to bring two of my top best scientists in here too, so I can sit down and discuss with all of you about at least what this mission is. I've asked you for your help. And he opens up the door there and he goes to one of the scientists out there and he goes, he whispers something to him and then comes back and he goes, all right, well, while we wait for the two of them to come here, uh, if you wouldn't mind quickly, just tell me a little, bit, a little bit about both of you. I know the, uh, well, the general gists and why I think you'd be, you'd be good, but um, a little bit about you both personally would be quite beneficial. What do you want to know? Ah, well, um... Maybe as aspirations, um, or what you, what you like to do, just the small things, you know, stuff I couldn't find from general research. You researched us? Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. But oh, we'll get we'll get to that in a second. I, I know that's a bad way to start, but you know, you have to start somewhere, huh? Oh well, I'm Ama. You already know I'm from the Juno region, seeing as you sent someone to the docks when I landed. But uh, I'm mostly here to catch Pokemon for the Pokeathlon. I've always loved it since I was a kid, and I really want to be able to compete one day myself. I was told that a lot of the Pokemon here would be really good for those sorts of events. So I came here to hopefully add a few to my team. Well, make a team to begin with. I've only got Poco right now. And he goes, and right you are, if I remember correctly, the current Pokeathlon champion over in Johto caught most of his mons here. That's why I'm here, because I want to hopefully be able to face him one day. And he goes, delightful, and hopefully with this mission, it could help benefit you in that way. And how about you, Charlie? I know your dad here is a researcher in town, or a breeder, I should say, a breeder here in town. But how about you? What are some of your interests or hobbies? Well, I'm a ranger and an alchemist, I guess, and just want to, like, spend most of my time with Pokemon rather than humans. (laughs) And he goes, ah, yes, the creature's known as Pokemon. That's my friend there, Quincy. Quincy, say hi. And you see this little lizard that's been kind of crawling around there. And he looks over at you guys. He's like, Dackley. And he waves his like little hand at you guys. And he goes Look back at him. Yeah. And he goes, ah, yes, that's my companion there, Quincy. He helps me with my different research here. But for you see, some of my biggest research I've been doing is into different things involving the environment is my biggest quality that I at least have going for me here. And being in the Ormia region with its different environments and cultures, it's a great spot to learn. And, oh, it looked like the, the people I've asked to come are, are here as well. Hello, I'd like to introduce you both to two of my top scientists, Gregory Green and Scott Kingley. Hello. Hi. Nice to meet both of you. Hello. And he goes, all right, that, that's great now that we're all here. Now I can explain more about what I've asked of each of you. As you can see out there, uh, some of our scientists are are quite upset because news has returned to us that we've lost contact with a group known as Team Hope. Team Hope was an expedition of people I've been in charge of running to, I know at least you, Ama, are new to this region, but just over the past couple of weeks, we've started having these buildings appear and people have been calling them the towers. And while being a man of the environment, seeing these strange towers start erecting out of the ground was quite interesting to me. So I assembled a task force known as Team Hope to go out and start to look into these towers and see what's actually going on. How they function and what goes on with them, but anywho, we've lost contact with them after they went and have defeated the 8th tower. 
In order to get to the eighth tower, they've gone through and gathered these eight tower tokens from each of these things that they proclaim to be the tower guardians. And after they beat the eighth, like I said, lost contact with them. Them, their ship, their crew, everything gone. And well, nobody seems to know where they've went. But I've reached out to you for asking if you'd be willing to help to assemble to be my newest and better group, he points at you all, my newest and better group to go out scouting across the region and help me discover what these towers are and how that they impact on the people and Pokemon of this region. Now, to go into some starting details, Team Hope kept a journal with details on how their expedition went. But, alas, they never sent it to me, and when they finished getting the 8th token... They were going to proceed to then send me all of their work. And well, that didn't happen. So, I have to ask of you. Do you think this is something that I could ask of you four to do? Now, you, the four of you each I've chosen for this, sending now two of my top best assistants to go along with you two to help ensure that if anything goes wrong, they can help relay me information. Let me, let me first open this up. Uh, do you four have any questions about anything before I go into some of the benefits on why doing this would be helpful to you and for me? So you want us to go on a mission that people disappeared from? Uh, well, we're trying to figure out exactly what's going on. As far as I'm aware of, Team Hope was the first group that was able to conquer every tower, and then they all proceeded to disappear. So, as far as I'm aware of, I don't even know what any of those tower tokens I talked about look like or what they are. I just received word from them every once in a while that they've captured another one. As far as what it was, they were keeping me in the dark about all that. So at least if you could go out and try to find out some information on what's going on to help better me and the people of this region, I know we would be very grateful to you all for it. And, and, speaking of, uh, Charlie... You've explained to me how you love being connected with Pokemon, right? And for that, I think going on this journey would be nice to let you be able to travel along this vast region and leave this hometown that you're in, and you could meet and see different Pokemon you've never even seen or heard of before. And what I mean by this, that might pique everyone's interest here, is the Ormia region in particular has some fascinating regional variants to it that no other region has, just waiting to be seen and discovered. You might hear about some stories from your dad or from other people, but being able to go out and explore firsthand and see these creatures is almost, I want to say, a once-in-a-lifetime chance. And with that, I can help provide you with a boat for travel and such. Now, Ama, from what you've told me, right, you want to be able to assemble an amazing Pokeathlon team just like the champion in your region of the Pokeathlon Stadium has. And what a better way than being able to go out and explore the various islands, and perhaps while you're there, maybe you could look into some towers for me as an extra thing, if that would be helpful. Well, I mean, I don't see a problem with traveling with a group. Better than going on my own. Exactly! And as far as benefits for going with the group and such, I know that my man Gregory here, he... Works in the field studying different buoyancy between different Pokemon and how that they survive at different depths and whatnot. And he himself is a native Ormian and could prove useful with his fishing skills and such, since you'll be traveling via boat. And my other assistant here, Scott, he is one with nature and enjoys being outside. And he knows a good amount of medical knowledge if anything was to happen for you along your journey. I'm very excited 
to know that there might be some more water types to discover. Uh, yes, and speaking of discovering things, um, I did provide a sample little pack for each of you with certain things that I feel could best assist you all in your journey along this region if you're willing to still take me up on the offer. I, I know this is quite sudden and maybe not exactly what you all wanted to do today, but uh, we could really use the assistance and seeing as our best team of researchers, well, he does in air quotes, best team, was out there already and something happened with them. If you could at least go out and gather knowledge for us that could perhaps better enhance us as a region, that would be most grateful. You already know I'm in, Professor. All right, what the hell could go wrong? Only everything. More more of a plan than I had, so you know what? I'm in. Delightful! I I do think this will be a lot of fun because I'm always up for a new year. Uh, perfect, and it'll help get you two out of the out of your field studies for a bit. All right, let me get you your satchels and your bags from the back here. He goes around to his desk here, and he goes down, and you hear him shuffling through a bunch of things underneath. He goes, "Aha!" And he puts out like four different bags, and he goes, "All right, uh, Scott, for, for yours. I, I know you're into medical things, so uh, here's your bag of your items. So inside, you guys are gonna see it's gonna come with five pokeballs. Um, Scott's is gonna come with three regular potions and a super potion." And that's because of him picking the Pokemon background of Collector. Oh no, Connoisseur. My apologies, Connoisseur. Right. Yes, so Scott is going to have skill proficiencies in medicine and performance. And he's going to have item knowledge with different sorts of medicines. And his bonus equipment was restorative items worth less than 1,200. So I'll let you write all those down there. And uh, for you, Charlie, um, yeah, I, I understand you like Pokemon and you want to collect as many Pokemon as you can. And since you're going out starting on this on this adventure... In addition to you having your five Pokeballs and a potion, you also have your three Nest Balls. Okay. Yes, yeah, so you're going to have a lot of Pokeballs there. And uh, and for you, Gregory, Gregory, I have provided yes. in your pack five Pokeballs, a potion, and a TM that you could use to train on one of your Pokemon with the move Double Team. So how Double Team is going to work in Pokemon D&D is Double Team is a move that has only three PP, its move time is one bonus action, so it doesn't even eat up whatever he teaches it to's actual action. So whoever he teaches it to could proceed to use tackle and then double team if he wanted to in one turn. Uh, it is one minute and requires concentration, but he creates a duplicate image of, of itself five feet besides it. The image copies every movement you make. When an enemy hits you with an attack, roll a d4. On a three or four, the image takes all the damage for you and disappears. Enemies with true sight bypass the effect of this move. But otherwise, as a bonus action, you then get to have a 50-50 shot to not get hurt the next turn. And it eats all the damage. That's pretty nice. Pretty nice. Absolutely. (laughs) And then last one being Ama. He takes up a bag, puts it on the thing, and he says, And I understand you're more of a gateway for the Pokeathlon. So in order to have good types of battling different items, I've thrown in for you an X attack, an X X defense, and an X special as some battle items to help you when you're out in the region battling such. Sounds cool. So X attack for one minute or for 10 turns. If Katie uses the X attack item on something, it adds plus two to all attack rolls. If she has the X defense, adds plus two to AC for one minute to a Pokemon. X special increases your move DC by plus two for one minute. So move DC is how much is on the damage dice. And then you also get the five Pokeballs, one potion, etc. Did you guys pick out a Dungeoneer Explorer Fletcher's pack? Because that's something that you could do now if you'd like with looking over them quick. 
I chose the Dungeoneers pack. Dungeoneers? So, um, if you guys open the tab to the, uh, for those listening at home too, if you're just curious, in the Pokemon Handbook, page 20, top has the trainer packs. So, Charlie, you chose the Dungeoneers pack, you said? Yep. Dungeoneers pack is a backpack, climber's kit, flashlight, uh, five energy cell, which are equivalent to, like, batteries, um, flint and steel, camping rations, canteen, and 30 feet of rope, which is pretty cool. The Explorer's Pack is a backpack, a sleeping bag, mess kit, flint and steel, flashlight, five energy cells, which are like batteries, camping rations times 10, a canteen, and then 30 feet of rope. Fletcher's Pack, the last one being a backpack, thieves' tools, 20 feet of wire, a bell, a lantern, three energy cells, five things of camping rations, flint and steel, canteen. Um, you guys have your starter Pokemons all with you, with the Shinx, the Pichu, the Piplup, for Gregory and the Swablu for Scott. And I'd also like to give the four of you each of these, and it gives you this Pokédex here. These devices are for you to be able to, as you go out to register different Pokémon and things that you see in the roots and such. Also, he pulls out a map and he says, since you've all agreed, I can show you this now. And he unravels the map, which is the map I've sent you guys. And he says, now this is the map of the route that Team Hope went down on their adventure, and which islands that they went to and such. As you look at the map here, blue towns are normally smaller cities, while anything that's red is a bigger sort of city. And you'll see these orange markers here on the maps. These are the eight different towers here throughout the region. And as far as I'm aware of, the towers are multitudes of different levels and skill puzzles and challenges and things that you guys as a group will have to go through and explore. As far as what's in each, like I said, Team Hope kept a whole journal and I, it's, I don't have it. So I'm very sorry that I don't know too much. What they did write back to me telling was they said that on the top of every tower, there's an elite or not, I don't want to say legendary because that's not always the case, but a elite strong Pokemon that's causing the energy in the tower and even some of the Pokemon around it to act Crazy. Um, attacking humans when they wouldn't normally do it. Um, just being really hostile kind of creatures. So you see on this map here, I've numbered the islands in the way that they went. You by no means have to go in this order. With just starting, when you guys get your starter boat, it won't obviously not be able to travel super great distances. So what I mean by that is, and this is where some benefits come to you. Once you get your boat, you will have a flying Pokemon that comes along with the boat. If you could send that flying Pokemon, delivering a message of whatever you want, back to this lab, that is a way we can be in communication somewhat. You could write a letter if you'd rather, or you could tell it a message, and then I will tell it a message back, etc. Many, many vast boats come with this. <laughs> really faint, bad whistle, and one of the windows opens, and you see this multiple-colored bird come flying in, and its head is shaped like a music note, and he goes... This Pokemon is known as a Chatot. They are known to be able to speak human. Watch. Chatot, say something in human for me. Ah! Chatot, come on, come on, I'm on the spot here. Ah, stop, let go of me! Rick! And it's like, see, look, look, he talks, he talks, see? Uh, yes, this is obviously a Chatot we have in training for communication purposes. Once you acquire your boat from the next town, which is known as Banaba, which is to the east of here, it should come with a Chatot, if you could send that back here, and let me know that you've made it that far, 
that would be great. I could then tell you message back saying I've received it and the chatbot will join you, join you back on your boat. And a big tip, and this is something where I don't know if you have journals or anything to write this down in. This is a good tip to remember. When you send your chatbot away to deliver messages, whether if it's to your people back in your houses, to whoever you need to, be sure to tell your chatbot where to meet you, whether that's a town you're heading towards or a previous town you've been in, just somewhere that you can then meet up with your chatbot and then have it back. If you can, either draw for me what the tower token is if it's too heavy to send by chatbot, or wrap it up in some secret, in some sort of pouch or garment and attach it to chatbot to fly with. I can then, as long as you have some proof to show me or let me know that you've discovered or have a tower token, I can send you back one of these. And he opens up his drawer and he holds out this like shining pure golden coin. And it's got a picture of him pointing his thumb to his head and like winking at one side. And the other side has like his green lizard there. Uh, the Kecleon that's sitting there that we talked about. And it's got like its tongue curled up doing a thumbs up on the other side. And he goes, this is a very valuable coin here in, in Olmia. This coin is one of almost like you receive normal Pokemon currency from fighting. This is a coin given from the professor to people for doing specific tasks. A lot of people would like to get their hands on these because they can be used for a lot of different things. After you've completed one of the tower challenges, if you bring these to one of the docks or uh, shipyards that are here, you can present this and then cash it in to get an upgrade to your starting ship. It is in your best interest to do this. Because if you want to continue to make strides to go to different areas and different towns that are further away, it would be beneficial to having different areas of your ship be modified and enhanced. Does all of that make sense? That's oh. what they're suggested to be used for. Yes. You can use them as bargaining chips for other things amongst players if you need. Just be aware that that would then cost a potential future upgrade. Now, I've talked about ships a lot. The one thing sort of thing that you'll need to do in order to get your starting ship. It is wise to pick up friends and allies who can man your ship while you're gone. The best way to do this, at least starting out, is in Banaba, they almost have a, not I should say a sailor training school, but almost a crew, like a, a, a building to help get people of different kinds to come and start to train to work on crews for people's ships. A good thing also is, by having other people on your ships, as you may notice some of the islands in the map here have multiple ports. For example, if we were to look at the Islet of Dawn, across from us to the east, if you look at that number four there, number four, that is known as the Enclave of Arati. That has a port in the very top of it to the north and a very port to the far south. So, if you're docking in the north, you could tell the people on your ship, hey, we'll be expected to see you in the south next. So that way they can have the ship move for you, so when eventually you all go to the south, you can see your ship there. Now, I was talking about the ships in Banaba. In order for you to actually get a ship, you'll have to locate the shipyard in Banaba. There, there will be somebody known as a shipwright. That's somebody that works and builds ships for a living. The head one there is known as Bonnie. Bonnie runs the actual shipyard and such, and helps in building all the ships for starting young people. He and his workers may, they don't always, but there's a chance that they may, challenge each of you to test your capabilities before you head out overseas. With that being said, is there any other final questions about everything? No, I think I understand. Great. Now, you all possess certain qualities, like I said. Would everybody be 
be interested in trying to go 1v1 against one of my scientists with your Pokemon to try them out to see how they are combat-wise. And that way I can see too to make sure that I've asked the right people for the job. In the back of my lab here, I have a challenge arena set up. Professor, you know I don't like battles. Yes, I know, but I have to make sure that you all don't have anything happen to you while you're out on the road. In order to get to Banaba, you have to travel across Route 101. And there are wild Pokemon there that may not be the best if you're not trained or at least have done at least some combat experience. All right, I guess we should get it done then. Great! Um, I'll call four of my scientists back there. And I'll meet you all in the back. Um, I'll let you all decide who gets who will go first for the fight. Okay, why not? Delightful. I will meet you all back there. I'm going to gather for my scientists and let you all decide who get, who's going to be going first. Do we make the guy who doesn't want to fight go first? That's right. You guys are only even. You guys only hurt each other's names. I just met you, and I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, because I don't like make friends people. off the bat. Like, I vote he goes try first. Try and at least get along. Fine. I suppose I could. What do you think you're gonna lose? Me? Never. And Are I you could. sure about that? Because you don't sound too confident. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. No, I like that. That was funny. Well, shall we crack to it? I so think we're waiting out. for the professor. Are we not? Uh, okay, I've assembled my four. Let's, let's head on out. We'll be on the right side. You're walking on the left. To the left, to the left. Okay. So we agree we... We send the the wimpin. Send in the nerd. Suppose. <laughs> send in the nerd. So as you guys head out there, you see that there's one scientist that's on the arena waiting, and the other ones are sitting on the bleachers behind him. I hope everyone comes and watches my match. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm looking at the map, and I only see Gregory out there fighting, and everyone else is just like, <laughs> I'm just going to hang out and be in the back. My name is a source of pain. <laughs> People always mock me growing up. But it's okay. Gary's father never hugged him. <laughs> <laughs> so for funsies, I'm going to use the uh, the starter chart that you guys rolled on to see what mods they're going to have. Did you get rid of the poo-poo garbage ones, or are we going to have the poo-poo garbage ones? Oh, uh, it's the same exact one you guys used. So. Okay, so you left out the poo-poo garbage. Correct. 14 first. So yes, yeah, so you guys go out there and you see that there's the first scientist there. Ah, Gregory. So we mean again. Someone have a rival? I've never met this man before in my life. <laughs> he goes, I ah. failed to believe that. And he goes, ah, Gregory, you know, I was always envious of you. Always being able to go out and do field research. Well, this is my time to get my revenge. All right. He seems a little unstable such to a be drag, working but... as a scientist. Isn't that what it makes to be a scientist? You have to be unstable? Excuse you? <laughs> <laughs> I am just stating a fact. Did Team I support? Did I stutter? So I will send out Peppy, my Piplup. Ah, Piplup, that's right. That was one of your favorites. Well, hopefully your Piplup can handle the cold. And he sends out a little uh, little bear that's like has like a little booger hanging down. Oh, it's a cub chew. It's a cub chew. It's a baby. Phoebe. I hope it knows how to swim. Go, Chili. I'm going to get Chili loaded up in my app here. So I let people know, too, as a uh, bonus action, you can then proceed to scan a Pokemon for your initiative. 18. 18. Initiative is Dex, right? Yeah, we're, are we using the, we're using the Pokemons, The right? Pokemons, yep. Whoa, Chili got a nat 20. Okay, Chili. 
Like I said, I hope you can handle the cold. Chili, use powder snow. And you're going to see this little cub chew. It's just going to like yawn. And it's like. Chili, come on. Push your made of powder snow. And the cub chew just kind of like curls up in a ball. And he's like, cub chew, come on. And it just kind of picks its head up and it just opens its mouth. And you see the little snowflakes come flying out. Let's see if it hits you. Bro. Oh my god. Bro. Peppy, <laughs> another uh, nat 20. Another nat 20. Peppy can take it. Alright. So Peppy can take that. Alright, so here's how much damage Peppy's gonna take. Ten ice. Peppy! <laughs> How's Peppy looking? Hurt. Hurt. Oh, also, I forgot to mention for play for those listening at home, I had all my players start off at level two because they get all their cool stuff and trainer paths and stuff, so. Yeah, so they're all level two trainers, but their minds are all level one. Pepe's going through it. How's Pepe looking? Pepe is mad and hurt. What did Pepe so use to attack with? Describe she me. is going to try to pound the cub chew. And yeah, it gets a nine. And she runs up to try to hit him. Wave wagging her little flippers around. You just see the cub chew just do like a, uh, like it just does like a log roll out of the way as the, as the little penguin goes slamming down with one of its fins. Ah, see, I told you no match for Chili. Chili, powder snow again. Man, the chili opens really her mouth up, snow. and that's only five. Yeah, so the piplup who had like its fins like slammed into the ground, Pupchu just blows its mouth. The powder snow and the piplup just sidesteps out of the way. Pupchu's not really <laughs> trying; it just kind of got lucky the first time. All right, go the ahead. first thing, like powdered snow is an ice move, correct? Correct. Yes. Okay, so that did not hurt Pepe. She was just fooling you. Excuse me. It did a little bit. It's resistant. Oh, it's resistant. Yeah, that's awesome. I had to check the features. Vulnerable and resistant too. She will try to pound. It's another not. six. This is cup shoe you guys just see is like rolling around now. It's dude, this time instead of a log roll, just a little somersault. I'm glad it's so dynamic. Alright. <laughs> Alright. It's going to proceed to try to just use another powder snow on you. As he sends a little blast of cold snow at you. See if he gets you. Oh my god. Idiot. I meant to copy something in there, but instead I pasted like a 12-page document. <laughs> <laughs> Was it the B-movie script? If only. Does 11 hit Pepe? No. Pepe is too nimble. Pepe does a oh, little Oh, that's right. He has sidestep. the AC boost. Oh, yeah, because he rolled a good nature and a good mod. That's you right. can't stop Pepe. <laughs> All right, Pepe, go. As the little cub chew this time tries to do a little cartwheel, it stands up and starts to rotate, and the Pip-Up's like, I've had enough of this, and hits it for a pound. It makes the connection. <laughs> Three pound damage. Oh, God. Whack. You're gonna have to do right a little more. Than, you're gonna have to do a little more than that. You barely scratched my little chili. Chili, keep up with the snow. Eighteen. Oh, that does it. Three, which rounds down to one. I stand. Yes. Chili, come on! You're not even trying. <laughs> Why does that round down to one? Ah, uh, because you're resistant, so it's half. Well, I don't want Ten does not get there. Quad yeah, resistant and. Oh, did you want to scan it? I'll do that after you're done describing yeah. what you're oh. talking about. Yeah, so quad resistant. There's no quads in this. It's only either double or half. As you whip out your Pokédex, it goes, Cub Chew, chill Pokémon, ice. Its nose is always running. It sniffs the snot back up because the mucus provides the raw material for its moves. So everybody can then register that. I'm assuming you guys probably whip out your dexes and scan it at some point, too. So you yeah. guys could type it in on your dex and then click scene. Chili is wonderful. I'm going to train him up so we can beat you someday. Your cub chew is sick. Chili, do this. Cub chew immediately just like ignores him and rolls a four. All right. See the random pip? question. Yeah. 
would we like scan our other people's Pokemon? Yes, you can. Like for us in the stands. Do you want to do it right now? Yeah, we can do that. Or, like, like we can do whoever's out fighting. We'll do. So I can read Piplup. Yeah. Piplup, penguin Pokemon, water. It doesn't like to be taken care of. It's difficult to bond with since it won't listen to its trainer. Although, as you guys can see, Greg Gary seems pretty connected with Pepe. So, with the Cub Chew missing there, would indeed be Pepe's turn. Try to keep it that pound. Oh, 21. Beautiful. Do you want to describe it? You hit him? I mean, you don't kill him, but three. Three Pepe. Peppy. Gotta get that right before Peppy. I just make that cannon. Uh, we'll try to knock the snot right out of that Cub Chew's nose. You're just knocking, knocking snotting. Right in the schnot locker. As soon as you knock it off, it goes flying. Another one just boom. Ah, Pepe! Arr, okay, chili. Keep on with the powder snow! Six. The cup shoe's just like, kind of, it's kind of like bobbing its head after that hit. And it like feels its face to make sure it's okay. Totally ignoring its trainer again. Quick! Counter! Roll the five! <laughs> You can do it, Peppy. Peppy comes in to try to, like, hit him in the side. And the cup shoe just, like, goes whoop and, like, just slides to the side out of the way. As he's still feeling his face. He's kind of like, I kind of only care about myself right now. I don't want to deal with you. Kind of vibe is what you're able to pick up from the cup shoe. Keep using powder snow! Five. God, we're not getting very far. Nope. Peppy, you can do it. Hey, another 21 from you. That's good. <laughs> Let's see if you can roll more than a three this time. Come on, Pepe. I'll take a six. That's great. Yes. Right on top of the head. Pound. You see the cup shoes like head goes flying down and the bounce back up. It's like, cup As it opens its mouth and it goes uh, pretty bloody now. (laughs) After that six. It opens its mouth and it goes, trying to blast like little snow pellets at you. Not going to work. 21. Oh, yeah, that's going to work. Not going to work, huh? You take one damage. I misread the situation. The the (laughs) Piplup Peppy... Immediately, like, ducks, and it just grazes the top of Peppy's hair. Like her Wait, alright, so it's just one? Oh, so none. Well, I guess it can't be none, so one. Yeah, I yeah. think we'll rule that and say nothing can be like... Yeah. Let's finish this. <laughs> uh, you tried. Got some eight. Pe- Peppy was like, quick while I'm down here, I'm gonna try to hit him for the knees. The cup she, jumps. She, she was too slow. I'm sorry. Yeah, cup just backs up a bit. There's a trainer, like, nope. Wait, you have to be. You know, I'll let you move Pepe because don't you have to be up physically, like hitting the cup shoe? Make sure you move the your figure there. Powder Snow does have a range of forty, so Powder Snow it. is able to hit you pretty well. <laughs> Get up in there. All right, so it's gonna respond with its a uh, little blasting of snow pellets. Nineteen. You can, you can take it, Peppy. She's so peppy. Nothing can stop her. Dude, three, which rounds down to one. <laughs> All right. Just grazes you. Like, your Piplup's, like, eating it up. And he's like, why are you so strong? 19. Peppy, for all the marbles. Oh, a seven. Seven. Beautiful. Peppy, do you want to describe how you knock out this cup chew? Peppy runs in, head first, knocks the cup chew to the ground, and finishes his job. Chili, no! You did well, Greg Gary. You've done well. And he returns the cub shoe. Great job, Peppy. Now let's get out of here. Such a drag. And so Pep- Peppy's going to gain 20 Thank XP. Is- oh, is that Charlie Clapping? Yes. Sweet. Charlie, you're up. You nominated me. Me? Sure. 
So the next scientist is going to come up. He's going to go, mm, the second boy in a row, huh? Okay, sounds fine. Boy! <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did I, did I strike a nerve? He smiles like he knows what he said. 16. Why, you little... Are you going to take that from him, Charlie? I'm going to let my shinks do the talking. Oh, I see you have an electric type as well. This should be interesting. Here, go hit the up tile. And this like little yellow little, looks like almost like a little dog, but it's kind of Cinnamon's back legs. It's got like long droopy ears. The initiative is your Dex mod. Oh, it's just Dex mod? Yep, D20 plus Dex mod of that Pokemon. Not okay. save, but eight. Gosh, for the Helioptile. tile. It's going to be 11. There you go. Yes, you got it. So you get to go first. Yay. Well, my cute little Shinx is going to try to tackle. Bam, he was r- running on running on his little ah. lynx legs into this lizard. There's a bash into him. Let's see it. Fifteen. Oh yeah, that hits. Is that just a D six, right? Yeah, it's it's a D six plus one. Okay, so I didn't hit two the damage. One. Okay. The uptile's gonna turn mm-hmm. around and he's gonna go. Alright, you Oh wait. Yes? Oh, you have intimidate, don't you? I have rivalry. So this Pokemon adds its proficiency bonus to damage when attacking a Pokemon of the same type. Okay. Oh, my bad. It's type. Yeah, made. they made it a lot better in this game. Yeah, so you actually get two more to that damage. Oh, wait, what's just proficiency? Two, right? Yeah, two. Cool. Oh, so that's four. So you will. So even if you oh. roll a minimum with a D6 of a one, you still deal four damage if it's the same type. Also, I want to scan this. So everyone else can uh, add this in their decks there. I will uh, write it down. I will read out loud. Gilliuptile. I'm assuming that people are going to want it. Do my shinx, too. Yes. Uh, generator Pokemon. Electric, normal. They make their home in deserts. They can generate their energy from basking in the sun, so eating food is not a requirement. Um, shinx. Flash Pokemon. Electric. The extensions and contractions of its muscles generate electricity. It glows when in trouble. So the Helioptile is going to make a closed fist and just try to pound it right into the side of your little lynx. Eight. <laughs> Yeah, that's not gonna. Yeah, your little shinx is like a four-footed whoop jumps in the air and just misses the fist. I'm gonna try to do a tackle again with shinx. Fifteen will get there. That's oh, so yes, you added the plus two already, so four damage. Yeah, I already added the plus. Yeah, so you still hit him for another four. That's really good. Yeah. Um, so I'll do this for you guys to see how this guy looks. Now, now this this Helioptile's been bashed and with it with how shinx do its tackle with its head? Yes. Does it look a little bloody to you? Yeah. Cool. It looks red. Because it is a little bloody <laughs> from you hitting it. <sighs> All right, so Helioptiles, I've been bashed twice. You're going to see now it's going to try to put both of its hands together and try to pound with both of its hands towards you, almost like a leaping punch. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. That's a nat that one. That does not hit. Yes, that is not going to hit. So we're going to go to the fumble chart. What we get? We're going to roll a D100 to see what happens to this Helioptile. 27. It's called Give Them Hope. So your target's allies within 30 feet gain a D6 inspiration die that can't be, no, that can be used during this encounter. So your Shanks is going to gain a D6 inspiration die. Yeah, so basically what happens is by him doing this, he tries to put both of his fists together, leap towards you. He just stumbles on the ground and falls. So your Shanks is like, this is going to be easy, bro. <laughs> you know, like, like your Shanks is now like inspired, like, oh, I can, I can do this, right? Mm-hmm. Inspiration. Um, you have a D6 inspiration die, so you can just add that to a roll. So, like, could I do extra damage? Um, I'm, I'm checking right now. I believe it is only to hit. If you have inspiration, you can spend it when you make an attack roll, saving throw, or ability check. So on an attack roll, saving throw, or an ability check, you can choose to add a d6 to it for this for this fight here. Yeah, so go ahead. It's right. your turn. 18. Yeah, you're connecting. Oh, yes. Yes, I am. 
obviously still using tackle. Five. Oh my gosh, this thing is like wobbling. Like it's not, this thing's been bashed so much, so many times. Like a deep red now. He's bobbing his head like he's barely able to stand. The scientists go, okay, um, Helioptile, just keep trying to use Pound. You'll get there sometime, I'm sure. 21. Seven. Okay. That's seven damage to that Shinx. All right. We're going to try to use Tackle again. You can finish it off. 13 hits. Fantastic. Didn't even need that D6. Let's see. Nope. Oh, yeah. Seven. Do you want to describe how you take it out? Shinx just, like, walks over to it and just goes, bash, with its head. And the thing just falls on the ground, like, yep, it twitches a little bit. Time. You, mm, you did very well. Congratulations, miss. Falls back as Healy Uptile. And the next Who's time, up next? We'll go. All right, Scotty. <laughs> Let's see what you're fighting. Four. Oh, my God. Then he goes, he goes, hmm, I'm fighting you. Well, I'd much rather wish I could have fought the other girl because this would have been a more interesting of a fight, but I guess I can settle for, for you, Scott. You're about to get throttled. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, he goes, and uh, here's why. Come on out, Sparky. And he sends out a little creature that resembles <laughs> that of Amma's. Oh, another Pichu. It's another Pichu. All right, so you're going to be going to roll initiative. Roll D, sla- I type in slash roll D20 and then add your dex mod or subtract your dex mod, whatever it is for the swill blue. Yeah, plus zero. So just a D20. Let's see if you can beat 10. 19, showing him up. Hey, all right, yeah, so you get to go first. It is your turn since you rolled a 19, it rolled a 10. So right now you can choose to either use astonish, peck, or growl. So we'd probably recommend to not use the flying move. Do astonish. Yeah. I mean, that's 17 counts. That's, that's heading for sure. So now you're going to just roll 1d6 and you flinch the opponent because you roll a 15 or higher on your Astonish, right? Five damage. Starting off strong. Your so blue just opens his mouth and goes like, ah! Just scares the little Pichu. Pichu's like, Pichu! And like pulls its ears down like, that hurts my ears. Oh, clever. Pichu. Try to use Thundershock. So Pichu does this with disadvantage because you flinched it. So it gets a plus three to both of those. Really? Come on, Scott. Really? Oh, no. He rolled a 19 twice, plus 3 is 22. Don't uh, let these cubicle nerds win. Come on. I'm in danger. Chuckles, I'm in <laughs> danger. I'm in danger. <laughs> All right, so whatever this is, Mike, you got to double the damage. Oh, my God. Oh. All right, so Swablu oh, takes 14 damage. <laughs> is that it? Is Swablu already dead? So, 4 HP. Yeah, okay. Alright, it's your um, turn. Mike, you could choose to either try to go for the Astonish again, or you could try to growl it. Growling makes it so that the Pichu would have to make a wisdom save because you're growling at it intimidatingly. If it fails that save, which it says your DC is 12, so if it gets a 12, or if it gets if it gets lower than a 12, it would add a minus one to any attack it makes against you for the encounter here. You can choose to either give it a less of a chance to hit you or just hit it. It's your call. I'm just going to astonish again. Sounds good. Um, I see it says plus two below the astonish move there. If you see it there. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, so that's an 11. And 11 does hit. This thing only has an AC of 11. So it mattered. (laughs) Let's see you roll that D6. (laughs) This thing is like floating around barely to stay up here. 
Hmm, Pichu, I think you can handle another hit. Try to do a little charm on him. The Pichu's gonna do like a little dance and like shake its little hips around and try to dance in front of you. So what you're gonna do here, Mike, you're gonna do a wisdom save. So what that is, is if you look on your Swablu, you see all those numbers there for strength, dex, and all that? You're gonna go to wisdom, and below that is its modifier for the saving throw for wisdom. Oh, nat 20. Yeah, you're supposed to like, good try, little guy. <laughs> good try. Yeah, so it doesn't affect you at all. Ah, a seven's not gonna get there. That was probably Astonish, I'm assuming, again. Yeah. But the charm didn't work the first time. Try it again. So now we'll just roll a d20 there to see if the charm affects you. Nine. Okay. So you are going to add a minus two to all attack rolls for the duration. So now you're just going to roll a flat d20 like you've been doing. We just won't add two. All right. Let's see it. Oh, a flat 19. Yeah. That's hitting. Bodying this thing. Oh. Gregory is on the edge of his Every seat. Every time you say Scotty, all I can think of is Star Trek? the one I know. Beam me up. No. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Are you knocking out this Pichu? Look at him, he's pretty red and bloody from you scaring him a whole bunch. <laughs> One is not going to do it. Oh, no! <laughs> There's no bonus to the attack? I feel like there would be. It is just 1d6. Because it is not a ghost type. Right. Oh. But the Pichu is flinched, so it's going to roll with disadvantage. Alright, Pichu! Use your thunder shock. Edge of my seat, man. Well, there's uh, one. I meant to roll two. Here's the other one. <laughs> I'm assuming that's heading your swivel blue. It gets a plus three to that 13. Okay. Oh, that's definitely hitting. Six damage. Oh, he gone. Let's... Got got. Yeah. That's a swivel blue gets got got. The swivel blue gets shot down to the ground. Professor Kelp comes out in the field and says, You did put up a good fight there, Scotty, and... And I did like, and I do like you. So here's here's what we'll do. We'll let Ama finish her fight, being the last one left to go. And then how about the four of you challenge against me and my companion? All of us like, at once. All four. He smiles. He smiles. Correct. We'll make sure all of your minds are restored to full health for the fight. Oh, did we scan Kecleon? Here would be a chance yeah. to, <laughs> if you choose to take yeah. him up on the offer. I say we do. Delighted. Why you guys? Sure, why not? Sounds like a drag, but okay. <laughs> All right. Last scientist comes up against Ama. See what we get. <laughs> Eight. All right. So he goes, Ah, I've noticed your little Pichu with the uh, little guitar he has. Cute. A, a ukulele, but yeah. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> got him. How can he play if he is uh, frozen? I would guess probably not too well. Need a chance to freeze me first. Okay. Come on out, partner. Yeehaw. So he sends out this little Pokemon that looks like an ice chip with legs and big what? yellow eyes. All right. He goes, let's let the battle commence and then, then we'll see. We'll see afterwards who, how, how well each person does. My mom may not be the fastest, but it certainly hits hard. Well, I guess he wasn't kidding. He rolled a nat <laughs> one minus one for a zero. All right, Pichu. <laughs> Go ahead. Go. Thundershock. Fifteen. 15 is going to hit. Four damage. Plus one. Plus one. So five damage? Yes, it's five. Five. Cool. So five damage to the icicle creature that no one has scanned yet. All right, so you scan it and it goes, Bergmite, 
Ice Chunk Pokemon Ice. It blocks opponents' attacks with the ice that shields its body. It uses cold air to repair any cracks with new ice. So yeah, she thick. Alright. <laughs> Bergmite is going to go running on over, or waddling on over. Oh, JK Rowling, hang on. Yeah, no, he makes it. He only had walking speed like 15, but he still makes it. Make sure you guys look at traits and see what your mod's walking speeds are. That matters. He's going to go over, he's going to open up his mouth, he's going to try to <laughs> bite right into you. 23. I'm going to say yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's it. That's the battle. Uh, oh, God. Yeah, we'll take the professor up on that offer. <laughs> <laughs> this little Bergmite comes up, bites right into its body, and the Pichu's like, That's it. I'm done. I'm going to play dead. And <laughs> the laser knocked out. Ukulele dramatically hits the dirt. <laughs> yes, it just goes dush, dush. Like you see, go. That's it. It's the ground. Well, I guess that was fast. Okay. My apologies. But it was certainly fun to battle you, so thank you for that. Professor goes, Okay, I will have all my scientists come out now. And they'll go heal up your mons for you. Does right. it restore PP too? Yes, everything. You can click the little um, sleeping thing and press yes to like, did you heal that Pokemon Center? And it will restore everything. So he goes, all right, is everyone ready? I'll let you guys arrange yes. yourselves on the fields where you want to be. And he goes, okay, I shall send out my companion. Go, Quincy. And you see the, the green lizard appear and it's like eyes are darting in all different directions. And now we're all going to roll initiative. Yeah, and I want to scan this boy. All right, you may got four, but it got three. <laughs> Shanks got an 18. Peppy with a 7. Oh, wait. That would have been 19. Mike got an... Okay. Charlie's got... Uh, Gregory, Ama, and then it. So you guys actually get the jump on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you wanted to scan it. So I suppose I can let yes. you scan. Kecleon. Color swap Pokemon. Normal. Kecleon is capable of changing its body colors at will to blend with its surroundings. There is one exception. This Pokemon cannot change the zigzag pattern on its body. And we're going to try to tackle. And that's just going to have a plus. Let's have a plus three on it. Does that hit? Yeah. 17. 17 is definitely going to hit. Normal damage? Yeah. Okay. After Sc Charlie goes Scott, what, do, what are you doing? Just so I know. Astonish. Astonish? So it's 16, right? Oh, right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Sorry okay. about Six that. No, no, that's fine. Because 16 does hit. So and it, do and it might matter. So. Okay. So as soon as you do this squawk like a, like a squawk at it, you see that its color changes from its green natural color to this purpley ghosty color. And you see like part of its tail starts to become like a ghost-like section. Ah, seems you have uh, figured out a little bit of my Kecleon's ability there. You hit it for four damage? Okay. Gregory. Peppy, give that Pokemon a growl. She'll step forward and you'll just hear a Peppy... 30, 20. <laughs> That's what it right. is. Can I tell, like, what its ability is after seeing it? Um, he's told you this before, so I'll let you make a history check. My history is pretty good. Is it? Well, you're gonna find out, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's 14. Yeah, he got 14. Oh, I didn't show my head. I rolled 20s pretty glitchy <laughs> at night. All right. Yeah, 14. I got big brain. You're definitely like... Do you. Oh my god, this Kecleon... He's told me this before, has the color change ability. When hit by a damaging attack, this Pokemon's type changes to the type that hit it. It takes on the new type's resistances, vulnerabilities, and immunities. So it's ghost type now? Because you hit it with a ghost move, yeah. See, you're welcome. I'm on it. It's your turn. X plus one, so 11. 11 is not going to hit. Oof, I will, I will stay here. 
You're gonna stay right there? <laughs> what is the range of Thundershock? 40? So Oka will play his ukulele encouragingly to the rest of them because he is otherwise useless. <laughs> Got him. Is that he's because moral a... support? Is that because of his dumb nature? Yes. So this Kecleon, you're gonna see its hands go all dark and it's gonna try to use the move thief on Shinx. Ten. Uh, no. Yeah, so as his hands get all dark and and gathering, he's like, Kecleon! And tries to reach towards the Shinx, and Shinx just does like a backward somersault, lands just nowhere near it. And as a bonus oh, action, he's gonna try to shadow sneak the Shinx. And you just see it go like, it's rubbing its hands, Kecleon! And it enters like the shadows and it goes darting towards Shinx. Evil! Evil! Oh, Twelve. Shinx what is gonna take do? three ghost damage. Wait! Would Astonish have failed? Because wouldn't oh. Kecleon be immune? Yeah. Dum 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 dum. Yeah, so Kecleon's normal. <laughs> Not a ghost. Wanna, yeah, it's going you back. You want to change the color back? Took me a sec. It's going back, and I will <laughs> then give it back its health that it would have lost from Astonish. So hit it, hit it with flying type moves so I can maybe Thundershock it. Yeah, that's a good idea. Actually, that's called strategy. That's called. And then wait, what and happens? If you have a brain, and then if you the hit it with thundershock and it switches to electric type, then I can hit it for plus two damage. He claps his hands and he goes, "I'm delightful. You all figured out the plan. I was hoping you wouldn't figure out." <laughs> like he says nervously. <laughs> all right, so that was its turn. Where it's, it's still, it's still dealt three ghost damage to you. Like, it naturally knew Shadow Sneak and naturally knew Thief, just saying. So we still do take yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. All right, Charlie. So, all right, we're going to try to do Tackle again, because that's the only move Shinx knows. Nice, and to level three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Dirty 21 mm. is going to hit. Uh. There's a plus one on that, so five. Scott. Flying type move. A pack. Alright, so you gotta move your boy over, right? He's gotta fly fly down in there and peck at him. Scott goes running Good. up with his swivel blue. <laughs> now this time, right, you do a d20, but you do slash... I, I mean, I just do slash roll d20 plus four this time, because peck is plus four. four. Yeah. yeah. Six is not gonna get there. Gregory. Alright. Now Peppy, growl at it! Wisdom Semi-fair. save, right? Yeah. 18. Alright. Poku. Oh. Ama. That's gonna hit. Hey, an 18! <laughs> Plus whatever. Ooh. Nice. Hey! Oh, that's what we that's like to see. Fun. That's seven. Fine from where I am, so. Seven damage? That's a good hard hit, and he all of a sudden becomes a bright yellow. Alright, it's gonna try to fake out on the shanks with the move faint. Okay. Careful, you'll faint. Seven. And then this time it's gonna try to sh- lurk down in the shadows and try to get a shadow sneak off on the swablu. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. I assume seven I does not bombing. get there. So I'm assuming a 19 yeah. is going to hit the Swablu. Three ghosts on Swablu. Doesn't that not Swablu's hit? Swablu's a normal type. She's an, uh, Swablu's a normal flying, so it wouldn't affect it. Well, there you go. It just goes right. down and goes right up on Swablu. It just goes like ghostly right through it. Swablu's like, what just happened? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Swablu just glares at it. And he goes, Kecleon, do I have to command you to do everything? That's a normal type! Alright. <laughs> Next up, Charlie. And so you we're gonna tackle. You get that bonus to that roll. Is 14 hit? No. What? What? 
It's 4v1. What? It's 4v1. You know, he's a doubt his boss boy. Ryan? Do I still have inspiration? I can you say you it? still do. She did not use it. I can say I you still do. I didn't use it. Add your d6. Roll a d6. See if you make it there. 19, yeah. Yeah! Do a very hard hit on this thing. And it turns back to normal type. Yep, it goes back down to normal. Loses its bright neon yellow. Bright, gross highlighter yellow. <laughs> okay, Scott. Let's try this again. <laughs> 12 is not going to get there. But he gets a plus four to hit. Shot. That does get a plus four to hit. What is your mod, Katie? You... Oh, AB plus three. Oh, yeah, 16 is going to get there. Okie doke. For reference, too, it should have been Gregory's turn, but I don't think what you're going to do is going to affect what he does. Well, actually, I mean, it might, okay. We'll say that yours hit, but it should be Gregory's turn. Gregory, you can go. But we will make uh, sure that when you go, your move will hit and all that. So just how does because it look? Type, it's, uh, I mean, it's a little bloody. It's not super bloody by any means. You're going to have to change the yep, color. Got it. We're doing that <laughs> instead. That will become Good red idea. as it becomes more. So right. what type is... Purple? It is normal right now. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's just a little right bloody. Now. That's all. Okay. Because I can't gotcha. shade it like everything else because it literally changes its types. Gotcha. Um, all right. It, the growl wasn't working, so Peppy is going to pound. Bring them to pound town, bro. Peppy's right. going to have to move. Uh, Peppy got Pepe. long arms, bro. Peppy. Peppy, Mr. Fantastic. No, Peppy is now slender Peppy. Where's Peppy no, going? Oh, I don't like that. There you go. Nice. Slender Peppy. Pepe's got 25 feet. All right, Peppy. Bring him to Pound Town. Dirty 22. Pepe is bringing it to Pound Town. Let's <laughs> see it. Pepe. Three, Three normal. Pound Town damage. So it's normal. And then we rolled for Ama's damage, which Ama hits. So let's see Ama's damage with Thundershock. Nice. One, so four. Four electric. If so you could, if you could just add now. your mod to that roll, like with a, if you go to an advanced dice roller yeah. and just add that, that, that way, just so that it's there. So, yeah, yeah. Go quickly on. All right, it's going. Kickly-on. It's going to try to take a good old. It just grabs Peppy and picks up and tries to lick it. Bring it on, quickly on. Oh crap! Man, laying out bars on bars, Strong. bro. Peppy just keeps bluffing on all these, bro. I will let you everyone know, Peppy. When he gets to hit, he's gonna hit like a truck, but he just doesn't get to hit. I will say he got a plus five to that roll. Like this man's just rolling crap. He's gonna he's try to shadow sneak on the on the shinks. So Peppy goes down after trying to reach up and grab. Like he reaches down to try to pick up and lick the piplup. The piplup just squiggles, squirms out of the way, and it just misses. And then he tries to dive down into the ground and shift in his shadows to peer behind the shinks' shadow. And the shink just jumps in the air, so it's not touching the ground anymore. So the shadow, when it reaches up through, it just doesn't reach him. Pick then goes back to where it's standing. All right, work on a tackle. Six. <laughs> that ain't it, Chief. All right, Swab Blue. <gasps> Swab Blue. Oh no! Critically failed. Swab Blue, roll a D one hundred. Let's see what fumble happens to you. Because the other one fumbled earlier. D one hundred. D one hundred. Slash roll D one hundred. You can just take. Oh, perfect. There you go. That works. Thirty six. You get decapitated. Oh. Incapacitated, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so Swablu basically gets like stunned it just like looks at the Kecleon the Kecleon just goes like it's just like mesmerized by the Kecleon's eyes and they're just like darting all different directions and the Swablu's just like wait why, why aren't its eyes moving in the same direction everyone else's eyes are moving in the same direction so unfortunately next turn Swablu you're just gonna skip your turn you're stunned like you're like what's why Gregory this is still an electric type alright Peppy pound that K 
Kecleon. Oh, oh my god, you keep getting 21s, bro. 21 is nice. That's what we like to see. Come on, guys. Just keep kicking it in the teeth. We got this. <laughs> just keep curb stomping it. All Come right, on. buddy. All right, Ama, what's the play? Oh my god, 19. Ooh. Yeah, this thing is like... <laughs> and now it's also electric type, right? Yes, because it yeah. used Thundershock. All right. Pikachu. It's turn, What right? are you going to do, Kecleon? Going to try to lick Shinx. Fantastic. Come on, he's due to hit somebody. Dirty 20. Ow. Shinx is already a little bit hurt, right? Yeah. Six. Ghost. And then bonus action is going to try to use Shadow Sneak on the Piplup. 11. Can't touch this. What's Peppy's AC? Peppy just starts 13. shuffling. Yeah, so Peppy oh. just keeps picking up its feet, so when he travels along the shadow, Peppy's shadow's just all over the place, so the thing's like, I can't find your shadow to pop up from. Stop dancing, you penguin. And oh, then it just man. returns back to where it was. All right. All right. We're gonna tackle. I think I was worried, bro. 16 hits. Saving. All right. This thing is barely standing now. It's swaveling. It's bleeding severely. Was that with Rival? Because it's not electric? So, Gregory, can you finish this? This thing is like sweat. This thing is, is like on one knee, barely able to stand after Shinx destroyed its kneecap. Peppy, <laughs> go for the pound. And oh, at 20. At 20. So, five plus six mathematically is 11. Yeah, do you want to describe how you take out this guy? Seeing I understand everybody that Poco is playing a really, a really cool ukulele solo in the background while this happens. Yes. Yes. And Shinx is just dabbing. <laughs> well, the so I'm going to have Peppy run up and just chop this Kecleon in the back of the head <laughs> and knock it out. He goes, that was a fantastic job. And he calls Kecleon back and he goes, I have full faith all of you will be able to do a tremendous job out there traveling the seas and whatnot. Fun fact, that Kecleon was a boss mom and uh, was a high challenge rating. So you all gained 300 XP. Yeah, so once you guys level you guys up to level two, click at the open move slot on your moves, and you should have more options to moves now. I got bubbles and water sport. Ooh, what? I have water sport, you say? <laughs> water uh, polo. <laughs> Yay! I have I got three more moves. Fantastic! They don't deal oh, damage. No, they don't do damage. There it is. I get sweet kiss though, which I believe should confuse Ooh. people. Ooh, I get charge. Electricity surges through your body, charging up for the, your next attack. Until your next turn, boost your AC by two. On your next turn, double your stab bonus while dealing damage of your type. Water sport is pretty crazy. I soak myself and all my allies with water, reducing the fire damage taken. But all your allies. So it's different than yeah. that. Yeah, so that's good. The whole squad just soaked. Wet t-shirt content. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> so, um, does the professor heal our Pokemon? Professor says, now here's the thing. I could heal your Pokemon, or you could go to the Poke Center in town and start to become acquainted with that area. That way you start to learn different things. And the Pokemon is right nearby. The Poke Hut, we, we call them here in Almia, the Poke Hut. But yes, you could visit that next door. That's like the Mart. They're very basic supplies, because this is, of course, a very uh, basic starting town. But nonetheless, you all have money. If you'd like to spend it now, you can. It's up to you. If that's all right with everybody. I, I will even walk you there myself to revive my guy. <laughs> yes, Professor Kelp. Yes. Cool. So he leads you away from his laboratory, and he says, as we're walking, is there, is there any last-minute questions? Because after this, if you need to get a hold of me, you'll have to send your chatter to me. 
Can I teach the chat how to say words? My chatbot will understand any words you tell it to. The chatbot that you'll learn should be able to pick up what you say remotely well. Good. Where's the boat, Professor? Ah, yes. Remember, that's in Banaba Town. You'll have to challenge the, the shipmaster there. Oh, we get that after? Okay. Yes. After that, you have to prove to him that you're worthy to go and explore the other islands. And he'll provide you a boat. You're looking Good. for a man yeah. by the name of uh, Shipwright Barney. He runs the shipyard over in Banaba. I forgot to mention something for y'all to think about before you uh, send me your message. Team Hope came up with the name Team Hope. And he leans in and says, And between you and me, I know they were kind of just a bunch of hired mercenaries, but the people of this region weren't really the biggest fans of them. So if you could perhaps, you all seem like so much better, more decent people than the ones that I had go out the first time. If you say that you're working for the professor right out of the gate to strangers, they may be, I don't want to say hostile, but they may think of you a little differently. Oh, and like I said, the last thing is, when you deliver your chat up, be sure to say who it's from. So I would like it if you all could think of a team name at some point. You don't have to share it now. You have time to think, obviously. Something cool to think about between episode one and two, think about a team name. With that, we're at the Pokemon Center. Um, I will go in and get my mom, but as soon as he's done, I will proceed to head back. If you pull out your Pokédex onto a new route that you visit, it'll actually read you a legend. Each route or sea area that you're traveling from has a legend that's said about it from people in Ormia. If you're able to scan that legend, Mon, and you let me know, I can give you an extra 1,000 Pokey. Because as you see, those legend Mons are quite rare to find. So if that happens and you're able to catch it and register it as caught, I will be sure to give you 1,000 Pokey. Gregory starts foaming at the mouth at the thought of rare Pokemon. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Love to see it. <laughs> anyway, so you guys go into the Poke Center, and this is more like a large wooden tropical-esque building that you guys are used to. Um, so it's got two floors to it. You see that there's some wooden stairs going up to a second level. But as soon as you come in, there's like a man sitting behind a counter. And by his side is a Pokemon that looks, it's, it's, it's full body's white and it has blue and little red speckles on it. Its head is like a yellow and it's kind of pointed like it has a little crown and it has like little stubs for fingers and toes. And it goes, pree, pree. It's a Togepi. Let's use the Pokedex. You want to scan it? Yeah. Yes. Sure. Scan it. Togepi. Spike ball Pokemon. Fairy. As its energy, Togepi uses its positive emotions of compassion and pleasure, exuded by people and Pokemon. This Pokemon stores up feelings of happiness inside its shell, then shares them with others. Togepi, fairy Pokemon. And the gentleman at the counter goes, Hey, hey, it's the professor. Uh, what can I do for you, sir? And he goes, Ah, oh, Zane, pleasure to meet you again. Um, yes. Uh, me and my acquaintances here would like our Pokemon healed up, if that'd be great. And he goes, uh, Yes, of course, Professor. If you all could put your Pokeballs on the table. And the Togepi goes, Pree, pree! And you see, like, it uses the move soft-boiled on them. So it doesn't actually, he doesn't, like, turn around and put them in the machine. This Togepi uses the move soft-boiled, and it just, like, presents healing, like, dust. As, like, an egg, like, a mystical egg appears over them and then cracks. And just, like, instead of, like, a yolk, it's just, like, green sparkly mist come pouring down. Upon your Pokeballs. The man by the name of Zane goes, um... Oh, yes, uh... He goes, Yeah, so, uh... Unlike normal soft-boiled, our Togepi's that we use in our centers have been, uh... Fixed with an egg move, such as soft-boiled and being in this prime habitat here. You see the little Togepi's holding, like, a little felty, like, little pad. And he goes, mm -hmm. It makes it so that it also be able to heal PP when he uses it also. 
All right, well, thank you, Zane. All right, well, um, like I said, good luck and be sure to stock up on supplies if you need it. Route 101 would be about, well, at least a day, a day, maybe a day to a day and a half's journey, depending on how you go. So good luck with everything. He laughs, turns around and goes out through the door. Professor. Now, any last minute shopping before you? Oh, do you guys want to return home? Yeah. To say bye to my family? Yeah, that'd be nice. That's, yeah. <laughs> we could do that yeah, right now. Yeah, what's a family? So how would you be, so who's going to suggest that? That they're going to go say bye to fams? Gregory? Yeah, so tell me how you're going to, what you're going to say. To my first set of friends. Hey, I got to run home and tell my Auntie Anita that I'm going to be going to research some new places. Where should we meet later? How about at the mart? Because I want to go say goodbye to my dad. So, Amma, you're going to head straight to the mart? You don't have anywhere else to go. That's fair. <laughs> you could come see Auntie Anita with me. <laughs> yeah, I, ca- I guess. You don't mind me coming along? Not at all. Let's go. I'll go along then. Get my way downtown. Moving fast. Faces fast. And I'm homebound. <laughs> God. <laughs> Didn't you just sing that wrong? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Um, okay, yeah. So you guys return to Tyler's place, the two of you? Or I guess uh, Gregory's place? I'll just walk in because, you know, I live there. Yeah. And she, so this big lady turns around and she goes, Ah, oh, Gregory, it's so nice to see you again. I knew I should have sent a picture to you. That is not that <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god! Go ahead. Amma just goes, I'm gonna wait outside. <laughs> no, no, come in, darling. Good guy, he's never bought a girl at home before. Amma's like 15. She's gonna stay outside. She goes, oh No, no, god. come in, come in. <laughs> she goes, she goes, she goes, she goes, she goes, well, I am a bit, I am a bit parched. She drinks a drink. Oh, okay, well, um, sorry about that. Well, anyway, come in, come in, dear. That's still kind of unsettling. <laughs> Auntie Anita, this is a member of a research crew that is going to be going out for Professor Kelp. Oh, well, that's that's fantastic. And and I, I, I assume... Oh, what's your name, darling? I didn't catch it. Oh, my name's Ama, and this is my partner, Poco. Oh, oh hello, Ama, and hello, little Poco. She waves her little hand. Well, I just wanted to stop by and let you know that we'd be leaving. For oh my God. a while. She covers her hand. Goodness, how long will you think you'll be away? Well, we're, we got to go to the whole region and do lots of research. So, could take a while. He goes, oh, well, well let, me, let me fix you both up something quick before you leave. A little, a little care package, I'll say. Okay. <laughs> both of you give me a you D50. You do that. I'm going to go grab my stuff. I'll say, both of you give me a D50. 23 and 31. She comes back and she gives you each, like, a little, um, a little package there. You open up your, she gives you, like, a little, um... So she goes, oh, well, Amma, I have a little a little thing I picked from my garden for you that you could give to one of your Pokemon to, in case it ever gets hurt with anything. And she gives you like this like little berry and it's like a bright like little green and looks kind of like uh, almost like a bell pepper, I guess. Is the... wait, 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 you could wait, do wait, the wait, nature wait, check wait, on it if you'd a... like. Just a flat 11. I got to pull the character sheet up. Okay. It's a flat 11. Flat 11? Okay. She does that and she gives you and she says, and for you, Gregaria. She goes, oh, well, um, here you go. Um, now, I know your, your little peppies are not exactly the right type for this, but if you're traveling around, you'll, you'll probably run into one of these eventually. And she gives you this, like, little yellow seed. Gotta check the seeds. 
my nature. My nature is really good. <laughs> I need to give plus six. Very good for that nature check. Yeah, yours is a miracle seed. And I'm like, you rolled an 11, and you can definitely tell, like, she's, like she said, it's a berry. I mean, and she goes, well, I, I hope you both enjoy this. And um, if you ever have um, any way to talk with me, I would definitely wouldn't mind hearing from you, at least at some point. All right, so we're going to go visit Yeah, so that was yours. So you're going to go visit your dad. Okay. I'm going to walk in with Shinx on my shoulder because Shinx are tiny. Yeah, so you, <laughs> yeah, so you see he's in the back and you see like he's got... compensating for something. Two shinx. He's got two Shinxes yes. in the back, kind of just like they're doing somersaults over each other. Well, there's this little like puffy little sheep that's popping around in the back too. Ooh, can I scan the sheep? Sure. Your deck's going to go, Mareep. Wool, Pokemon. Electric. Mareep's fluffy coat of wool rubs together and builds a static charge. The more static electricity is charged, the more brightly the light bulb at the tip of its tail glows. Mareep, electric Pokemon. And he's going to turn around when he hears like a dex reading and he goes, Oh, uh, uh, hello there. I, I, I didn't see it there, Charlie. Uh, how'd you meet with the professor go? You were gone for quite some time. Good. He wants us to go out on an adventure. Goodness. Uh, well, uh, what do you... What are your thoughts? I think I should go, you know, lots of Pokemon. Maybe I could bring some back for you to breed. Well, I, I mean, I wouldn't be opposed. <laughs> but, I hear but. But, I ultimately want what's best for you, and do you think you'll be able to take care of yourself okay out there? I'm not 12. I, I know, I know, I just, it's a big world out there, and are you just traveling around the island, or where where are you going exactly? The whole region. Uh, well, goodness, how old are you now? Nineteen. Yeah, uh, I suppose you are getting up there in age. Uh, Way to forget, Dad. Okay. <laughs> how about Good I give point. you something that I've been holding on for in case if this day came when you were to leave? Okay. All right, give me a D50. Thirty-nine. Thirty-nine. He hands you this ball, and it's like a glass ball, but it's filled with like this, like, he's a, he's, he gives you this ball, and he goes, if you're ever in trouble, you can just press the little side of this, and it will release the smoke around you. Oh, yeah, I know. From playing the games, I, I know you're talking I about I think you know exactly, ball, yeah. Not uh, you. <laughs> not you. you. Charlie. Charlie could give me a history, see if she's recognized this at all, or seen if he's talked about this before. Yeah. You're like, I got, I got nothing, Dad. I, I guess. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. He goes, well, yeah, you can give it to something. You can give it to one of your mods and you should be uh, able to escape pretty much anything. Okay. Thank you. Could I have a hug before you go? You guys do a Great nice hug. little hug. And your Shinx is doing, your Shinx runs over to, Anita. your Shinx runs over to the other two Shinxes and like laughs and smiles one time. And then they all nod their heads back and the Shinx hopples back, like, jumps back over to you all cute. All okay. Right. I suppose it's time to go to the Pokemart. Is there a way for us to bond? Yes, is there is. Let's talk about that quick. Loyalty. That's a whole Pokemon thing. Depending on if I see you guys bonding with a Mon for a long time, or quite often, I should say, you can raise its loyalty. And that's a thing on the app, I believe. Yep. It is. It is. So Mike is waiting for you guys in the Poke Center. Oh, okay. Mm. Then. Or in the, in the Poke Hut, I'm sorry. Let's go to the Pokey Hut. I'm going to give Auntie Anita one last hug. Water sports come out of my eyes. <laughs> it's just, huh. it's just water sports. I'm not crying. I'm not crying. 
<laughs> okay, so you guys get back to the you guys go into the Pokey Hut, which is like they poke the Pokemon um uh, marts there. And Mike seems to be already up there getting stuff. You guys see that Mike's got two potions and two Pokeballs, he says he's got. He was looking around, just hanging out because he didn't really go out with anybody. So he was just waiting by the Poke Center, like in the Pokemon mm-hmm. stuff. And he found a vending machine and he was like, hey, let's see what's in the bottom of this here. And I had I just texted him and rolled me a random D50. And he got a can of Moo milk. Yeah, so he says, all right, I'm ready to go when you guys are. And he'll wait for you just by the door. Can I ask anybody what this uh, glass ball is? I will ask the guy at the counter then. I turned and he goes, oh, hello, man. What can I do for you? Do you know what this glass ball is? Oh, yes, my dear. This is a uh, smoke ball. Thank you for telling me. Oh, you're very welcome, miss. Speaking of buying and selling, would you like anything? What do you have? Well, seeing that we are such a, like, a small Pokemon hut here, being a first kind of journey town, all we have is a basic uh, a Pokeball in the potion. What is your advice? She goes, a little tad bit of a tip of the trade, and how about this? If you all, I know your friend over there bought two of each from me, but if you all buy some Pokeball potions from me, I can give you a little bit of advice about uh, some of the uh, Poke huts around the uh, Ormia region, if you're willing to listen. Okay, how much are they? Well, a uh, potion goes for about uh, 200, and a Pokeball, one of the real basics, goes for 250. How about I get two Pokeballs and a potion? Great, that'll be 700. How about your friends? Are your friends going to buy anything else? Hmm? Lifts an eyebrow up. Um, I'll do the same mm-hmm. thing. 700 from you and 700 from you. And how about you, my fine, educated-looking friend? I don't need the potion, but I'll take a couple Pokeballs. I'll take, uh, three. He goes, great. That'll be 750. So a little, uh, tip about the, uh, Pokehuts in the region. Each island or territory or whatever you prefer to call them has, um, well, a, um, a signature ball to them. Rather well, mm-hmm. if it be the nest ball, timer ball, luxury ball, repeat ball, etc., etc. Only in really main cities do they have this. So that's something to look out for. So if you see it in a shop being offered, chances are it's not offered anywhere else in the region unless you get lucky and find it out in the wild somewhere. And since you are such good to me, I will tell you a little extra piece because you all bought some pretty... You all together bought what? Lots of Pokeballs and lots of potions. While it might cost you some to buy a Pokeball in, in a certain island, if you plan to perhaps sell it to an island that's quite far from that one, where they wouldn't normally receive the Pokeball, they might perhaps sell it to you for a good price. Okay. Now be sure to tell your friends to come if you're to leave before you go on your journey. Have them stop in too. Okay. Thank you. With everything gathered, are you guys ready to head off? Yes. Is there anybody in the mart besides the seller oh, oh there's yeah. like one or two other participants like just looking around browsing goods and whatnot all right i'm not gonna fight them so you are good <laughs> <laughs> all right i think i think i'm good setting out on our adventure so exciting yeah. with that you guys head out towards route 101 i think that's Yay. where we will call it for the first one do you want to hear more content from us and check out our Patreon link down below for more details. Or, if you even just want to have a chat with us, you can check out our Discord and Instagram links also below. And remember, DM told me to... Always give your answer you need a squeeze before you leave. <laughs>